we're ready. We're ready? We're ready. So, after much technical difficulty, we're back what on episode 3 of the Brahms Dance Court Podcast with the amazing Daikishino. Thank you, thank you. It's an honor to be here. It's an honor to have you, sir. Thank, thank you, you for accepting of being our second official guest. But I know that we've always had the special third guest who's been here now on three episodes in a row. Yes. The amazing Molly. But what technical difficulties? Well, a lot. I mean, thank God Daiki specializes in everything related to art, of, I'd say visual technology. Is that, is that fair to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Visuals. I'm a big tech nerd as well. Yeah, please. It helps out. Please share with people who do know, who don't know who Daiki Shino is. Tell them a little bit about, about Daiki Shino, please. Thank you. Well, I'm a photographer and filmmaker specializing in travel and concerts. So most of the time you'll find me traveling around making cities look beautiful or filming some of my favorite musicians as they perform. I two, very two different lives, but all both very fun. Are they, would you say they're some somehow interconnected, or or not at all? Sometimes interconnected. I think like I'm still not at that stage yet, but I would love to go on tour with musicians, and I think that's like a perfect combination of like my city content and also going on tour because artists love to explore cities. I was seeing I was seeing your your Instagram before because I wanted to. See if I had missed anything. You know, I, I do know a lot about your life because we are also friends, so I do yeah. see a lot about you. But I was trying to see, and I, I think, one, do you curate your own Instagram feed and TikTok? Yes, yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. But it's so nice to see how you have, on one side, you have a lot of the concert stuff. So what, whether it was Ray Brown, or whether it was Saint Levant, is that correct? Saint Levant. Yeah. yeah. But then, and then there was like the Doors of Madrid all the cities and that was so cool to see the the overlap of it you do it super well like you somehow link doors and cities and you make it look so beautiful next to celebrities peoples and singers that look so beautiful thank you so much it's the perfect mix i'd love i'd love to share a little bit about how how i met this incredible man because it is it is it is a pretty cool story would you not agree it is do you want to tell the story we can tell we'll tell it together okay but i want to know first because you can help me fill up in in some of the gaps we met and you told me earlier when we had lunch in september is that is that is that correct like when we you sure it wasn't july it wasn't before it might have been i i feel i have a feeling it's it's july yeah. Just because I was when I was working at the, at the club and I was yeah. going there every single weekend, probably was July because we did our event in September. There you go. So yeah. it has to, it has to be yeah. July. We were seeing each other a lot during August, so I do think it was July. But I remember because I was I was DJing at that club where yeah. I had just started, and I would go every weekend. And every weekend that I was going, I would you know I remember especially specifically that it was this was maybe now two months in. So picture, you know, two months in, going every Thursday, every Friday, every Saturday. And you know how it is in Spain. You're going at like 1 a.m., 2 a.m., and then you stay there till like 5 or 6. I remember I was exhausted by the end of it. But what I remember is that that specific thing was towards the end of July. So it was towards the yeah. end of my, of my shit there. And that specific Saturday, I remember Friday before I was exhausted. I almost didn't go. That was one of the first Saturdays I was like, you know what? Yeah. What will change if I don't go once? What will change if I don't go once? Yeah. And I cannot believe how happy because a lot would have changed if I didn't I know, go right? once. Because that's where I met this this amazing man. So you you tell me a little bit from very, yours. Very yeah. similar, very similar as well. It was like a friend's birthday, my flatmate and my friend's birthday, 
and like he didn't want to go out i didn't want to go out and i think one of our mutual friends inez she just convinced both of us that like hey you guys should go out like neither one of us wanted to go out and i think she kind of like gaslit us into going out <laughs> in typical inez fashion yeah or? yeah and it's like she somehow managed to get me someone who never goes out to go out and i was like fine i'll do it for like for nico you know i'll do it for nico's birthday and nico was like i didn't want to go out either <laughs> so but like we you know reluctantly went out and lo and hold, yeah. behold met you you were like I, I remember you were very like friendly face saying hi to everyone and i think we got talking after that but i remember no you know what i remember i think you I don't, I don't know if you remember this but we were i was in the dj booth setting up and that day it was like, like I said, it was two months in. I knew the club owners a little bit better because yeah. I was going so often. And specifically, excuse me, that day, they hadn't... I don't know why nobody was nobody was there. Nobody was working. No, I don't know yeah, why. It was empty. Yeah, I remember. The club Yeah, it was empty. The club itself was full. Like, the people were full. And it was two, two floors, right? Yeah. So the floor above was super full. The floor at the bottom empty, was empty. Yeah, was but why? Like because they left the lights on and nobody was working. For some reason, no person who was supposed to be there wasn't there does that yeah. make sense and i remember i get there i have i'm mixing i think at two so not even at 12 30 but yeah. or maybe I'm, i and i think i got there at 12 30 because i would always go early and try to meet people and, yeah and whatnot you never and know who you meet you never know who you meet and also because i was trying to learn a lot the ropes of the industry i was trying to learn the clubs i was going alone to those clubs yeah. to that club i was going alone every weekend and i would be meeting so many great people nobody as great as you two but I was meeting oh, wow. so many great people and I was, it was like, I, I think I got, I was very uncomfortable because imagine going alone to such a social, yeah, exactly right. but that day specifically, I kid you not, I get there and I'm like, where are the owners? And the, and the girl at the door, she's like, oh, they're not here. I said, but who's, who's DJing? It's 1230. Usually the first DJ starts at 1230 and they're like, I don't know. I call the guy. He's like, he's like, they're at a party. I can hear them they're at the party or they're having dinner. And he's like, can you, can you DJ? I'm like, sure. But I was supposed to start at two, but sure why not I'll go, I'll go for it i started setting up frantically yeah. and i think you were down there with nico right yeah you were down there and you were just watching i remember you just standing there and you're just watching me and i'm like and i remember asking i was like do you want to do it do you, do you remember that a little yeah, bit or? yeah because i was trying to figure out how to plug in my phone into the oh and you went downstairs yeah <laughs> like, i'm gonna play some of like there's no music so i'm like might as well just play some of my music but there was music upstairs yeah yeah but downstairs was no music yeah so i'm just gonna like plug in spotify wait <laughs> my, so then my skills are nowhere near but then what i'm wondering is what did you think when you saw me standing on standing on the booth and you see him sitting, you're like, okay, finally? Or what, what were you thinking? Yeah, I was like, because I was also wondering, like, why is there no one here? Like, when we arrived, we're like, are we allowed to be here? And it's like, we stayed there for like 15 minutes. And, and the bathrooms are down there, so it's yeah. like anybody can access it. Yeah, no one really kicked us out, so we're like, we're just mm. going to stay here because it's so much more. Because at this at this mo like point in time, like Nico and I, we still didn't want to go out. <laughs> so we're just like, oh, this is quiet. We'll this stay. Is, we'll yeah, stay we'll here. We'll stay here. There's some yeah. seats and stuff here. Yeah, it's so pretty nice down there. It's yeah, pretty comfy. It's nice there. But so that's that was cool. And I remember, I remember from my side, I'm, I see Daiki. I swear again, you were just standing and staring at me. You were staring at like, what is he doing? Like, I wonder what's he doing. And I remember, yeah, I was like, I remember that. I, I had like, never. How do you actually plug in a phone into? <laughs> you were trying to see if there was yeah. a space for it. But also on my end, I'm like trying to figure out because I had to do the lights. The lights weren't on either. Yeah, I, to I told you. Lot, yeah. So I didn't know how to do that. To turn on. I remember asking. I was like, Do you know? 
And you were like, no, I'm just a photographer. What you I'm just a photographer. I think that's what you said. Yeah. I was like, no, wait. And I remember I noted that. And I think I made a joke. Do you yeah. remember? I was like, cool, I'm mixing later. If you want to take some pictures, let me know. I was like, truly, it's like this typical jokes that are not jokes, but they, yeah. I didn't expect you. The next day I wake up, because I got his Instagram, the next day I wake up and I get a fucking link, a fucking playbook link from this guy with like 20, 30 pictures that you took of me. Shout out playbook. Shout out playbook. And he ended up, we'll talk about playbook a little bit later. Yeah. You ended up sending me 20 to 30 pictures? Yeah. And I ended up using some of them. I was very, and they were all with your phone. And you're the, and you're like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, they were from my phone as well. Yeah. You told me that. You were like, oh, I don't have my camera. When I, that's why, and I think that's what I liked a lot about you. Like when I made that joke, <laughs> the first thing you said was, haha, you didn't laugh. It's like, you didn't laugh. You thought I was being serious. And you said, I only have my phone. I didn't bring my camera. I was like, oh, that's fine. You can use your phone, whatever. And like, sure, I'll see what I can do. And you actually did something. But I think later, the actual DJ came, the one who was supposed to come. Yeah. I remember being like, dude, where were you? He ends up coming, and then I think that's when you and I go up. Yeah, and yeah, as we're yeah. talking, you meet you properly. You introduce me to Inez. Yes. Who I think I met very little that night. But yeah. that night, we ended up chatting a lot. You, we met some other dude. Remember that guy from Turkey? And we met, he was telling us he was here with a Turkish player who was playing for Real Madrid. Yeah, he's apparently like the manager of the like the Real Madrid, like the very young. Yeah, he's yeah. Like Twenty years old, like Artaguler. That's what they call yeah. him. Yeah, that's his name. That's not what they call him. That is. I don't, I don't know if that's true, but like he was showing us pictures, right? Yeah, it was funny though. Yeah. I just know me, you, and I were just talking, and the yeah. guy just came to show us. The thing. Yeah, it's like okay, <laughs> nice flex. But I, I really enjoyed that night. Like now that I look back at it, I was like really happy. And I mean, I always say this, I think things happen in the way they're supposed to happen, but imagine I didn't go that night. I wouldn't have. None of this will be happening. Yeah, none of this. And you, after like all the pictures of my DJ account that I have are thanks to this talented young man. Like, Thank you. All of them. Like, I remember we ended up going for lunch maybe the week after we met. We spoke, you told me your whole story, which I would love for you to share a little bit out now because I not only found it so inspiring, but I remember really loving your, uh, your, your hard work, dedication, and resilience i think that's would you say that's a fair word to say yeah yeah for sure because i like now you now when you explain i think people will understand why i mean when i say resilience but i loved your story and then i think we kind of came to an agreement for how you could help me out while helping yourself a little bit on the djing and i think we came for one or two and then we made an event together with with his other with our other friend we got some really cool content cool videos another event for sure and just more content right yeah but I'd like for you, if you don't mind, to just share a little bit about what, and remind me as well, because I, I do remember the story, and correct me where I'm wrong, but you were telling me that, so firstly, maybe we can go way back. Yeah. What was your first take or your first moment with a camera? Who gave you that camera? What brought you to the world of camera? Let's start with that, if you don't mind. Yeah, so like when I was a kid, like I got this one of those like tiny point-and-shoot cameras I, as a gift for Christmas, and I was just like casually taking photos and like i think who got it for you sorry mom my okay. mom yeah for, just because or yeah. she or she knew like for christmas yeah for christmas like she internally knew though she knew this would mean more than just a christmas gift no huh? like i didn't take it seriously at all these i was just making videos for fun and like i'll post them on youtube but i made them unlisted or like private because i was just like for me and then that was like when i was like 14 15 and then i came to university um and like i came to university with like a proper camera because a friend of mine from high school as like a goodbye present gifted me like her old camera um and so i was like oh yeah i, I have a camera might as well use it so i started like taking photos casually and i think in at, at the end of my first year 
over the summer I did like a tech internship um, at some like this cool startup in London doing like marketing strategy and stuff and I used like all that money to buy like my current camera uh, and so like I remember like I, I went back to university with like $30 in my bank account and I'm like well I need to figure out how to make money from this because I'm broke so yeah like I for kind of forced myself to learn photography and videography that was the story that marked me when you said that you told me was it I, 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 like was it 1400 yeah, right? the camera was like $1,500 yeah, I remember I don't know why I remember that number yeah. the 1400 but I remember you telling me that and saying like, oh I just spent 1400 and I I had to go make the money. I love that mentality of... It was a really dumb 19-year-old decision. But hey... But, you know, you, you make these decisions when you're 19. And hey, so, and like, I look at you now. Like, exactly. I think it's, like, you wouldn't be where you are if it wasn't for... No, 100%. For I'm, so I'm so grateful for that. Um, yeah, like, from... There's a lot of... I don't know. There's, like, a lot of factors that, like, if these small things didn't happen, then this other, like, not, none of this mm -hmm. would have happened. It's like... So, so it's like, again, yeah. like, funny how life works. Mm -hmm. Like, you just let life do its thing and then it will happen. Obviously, you need to, like, put it, put yourself in the right place. Yeah. Yeah. But well, yeah. they say a lot of people that on, that I see a lot of them on Twitter, what they say a lot, is, a lot of them is, you want to increase your luck surface area as much as possible. Yes. And that's how you increase it, you know? Yeah. By just putting yourself out there, doing things. And I think calculated risks. A hundred percent. In that case, it was a big risk. Maybe it was not some... not calculated. It was just a risk. Mm. But I think it's all those you were saying about how the little stuff. I think all the little things. It's when added up, that they end up having an exponentially positive effect. Yes. Or powerful effect. And yes. That's so um, cool. Uh, like an analogy, I like to say is life is like a river. Mm -hmm. Like life events are yeah. flowing down. You're just you you are just standing on the side side of a river, and like life is like the river that's flowing past you. And so, like, all these opportunities are coming by. It's just a matter of, like, what kind of contraption, net, whatever you make to catch those opportunities. Like, some. I love that. You, like, start off with maybe, like, a stick. And some people just continue, like, trying to spear some fish. It works, you know? Maybe you get really good at spearing fish. But also, like, some people, like, it might be better for some other people to just try to build as big of a net as possible but then there's like pros and cons to both um this is not a direct translation from the analogy to real life but sometimes if you make a big net the downside is you might catch things that you shouldn't have caught mm -hmm. as well but then also the downside of like spearing fish is you might miss opportunities that's, that's so that interesting never, yeah i love the analogy and i think i would add to that from a book that i read was i think i think they were saying how material for your work and material for your life and just clues if you want to call them yeah. are surrounding you at every turn you just got to be willing enough to look for them yes to find them and pay attention but yes. because a lot of us are constantly socialized and stimulated by all these distractions it's so much harder to to properly pay attention but usually it's like if you pay attention the universe is, is like a helping hand it's giving you that guiding yes. force but you gotta pay attention you gotta yes. look for those clues not just paying attention but like preparing yourself how, how so well, because i think like for me like i've gotten so far two big lucky breaks on like social media in terms of like growth mm -hmm. on like for my career and like where like my videos have like blown up but like i wouldn't be where i am today if i wasn't like ready to receive that as well so like it, uh, going back to the river analogy like 
you're on by the river and you're like waiting for like a giant like rock of gold or something right but if you're not prepared to like catch it catch the thing so you you might see it coming mm -hmm. you might get hit by it but if you don't have the proper like tools the proper like skills to yeah. actually I, I, I like that, that. I like yeah. that so it's like you were building so that's why i'm saying every little moment that you had all added up yeah. to positively help you correct where yeah. you were when that lucky when that lucky break happened yes but also like the the fun like i guess like it's also impossible to prepare for it mm -hmm. as well so like you don't prepare specifically for a lucky break you just build up and you work on yourself and by working on yourself you just build up the tools that could catch a lucky break you never know mm -hmm. maybe mm -hmm. like you're not maybe a lucky break comes and you you still weren't ready for it yet but That's then there so are lucky breaks that come t t towards you and you are ready for I know. Rick, well. You know Rick Rubin? He's a producer. You know Rick Rubin, the producer? Yes, yeah. Yes, he, yes. I still haven't finished his book. Dude, I'm, I'm reading it. And that's where I think where that's where I think he's, I think he, he was the one saying about like, look for clues. It must have been. It's like the book I've been reading now. For, I try to reread it over and over because it's just so good. Sounds like what he will say. And one thing that he did say that I do know, he said that I loved because I, I think I, I apply it all the time to my own life is well, I think one, the, the river, he says, when you allow yourself to go out and look for the clues, it's like kind of like the outside world, there's infinite possibilities. Yes, and, I remember him writing that. And he was yeah. saying what the, the river, or like no two streams flow the same way, something like exactly, that. Exactly, yeah. It's like a little bit what you're saying. It's like, it's always, it's always flowing. It's ever flowing. Yes. But. And you never know what's going to come down the river. Never. Yeah. And I, I do, I do love your perspective on it though. And, and did you feel like you were ready to catch it when it happened? Purely so, right? Uh, I don't think I felt ready, but just like all the work I've done to for myself leading up to it has essentially built up something that made me interesting be able to receive it. It's like the mental framework and the roadmaps. You had them in your head yeah. ready. Like, yeah, but I mean, it, it's everything you're doing is leading towards it. You know, like if you're not building, you're dying. If yeah. That makes sense. And every little thing is leading up to that moment. Oh, and that's what's... And to continue, because once that moment happened, now it's okay. Yeah, to continue. Like, for example, like the first lucky break I had was like last, almost exactly last year on TikTok. Yeah, tell us about the, that. Uh, like the doors of Madrid video. So like the story behind that is like I'd love to show that one if you're if, if you're yeah, if you're no, down yeah, for, for sure, it. Maybe for we'll sure. take a break later. Maybe, we'll play that one. Maybe like it will like appear somewhere here. Maybe here Julian, you want it to Julian will like edit it. We'll so see. That, like, it flies. <laughs> it's like it, it zooms in, like a UFO flies in, zooms in, drops. If it if it doesn't, you'll see it at the break <laughs> in its own screen. Yes, but yeah. So like the story was like January last year, February last year. I was feeling very like depressed. I was struggling to like leave my bed, um, like just completely drained mentally. And so um, one day it was like really bad. I'm just like, I'm wasting weekends. Like weekends are flying away, me not doing anything. And so like I, w I was like, okay, I'm going to just force myself to go do something. So what I decided on was I'm going to force myself to take photos of anything. So I went to like my favorite cafe in the middle of madrid and then i was like okay i'm gonna get this like croissant i'm gonna walk outside i'm gonna take photos of i'm gonna go to this one street i'm gonna take photos of every single door on the street and um, just to force myself to take photos of anything right like it doesn't need to look good it just needs to be doors or like i just needs to be anything so like i was taking photos of doors on this one street like going one door the next door the next door after like the fifth door i was like this is so stupid so i just like went home like 
edited it, posted it on TikTok, went to sleep at like 7 p.m. And then when I woke up next morning, it was at 70,000 likes, which was like That's insane. So that, but, but like that goes, and then like that led to a lot of like insane opportunities, like working with the Jonas Brothers and stuff. Which, but, which we'll get to, and I'm so excited to yeah, hear. Yeah, but like that kind of goes, I'm gonna jump ahead to the Jonas Brothers thing because yeah, it, it, goes, it goes back to like all these things that you've done before to be ready for these things. Because like when I found out that Joe Jonas followed me, my first reaction wasn't like holy shit you know like oh like i'm a huge fan like oh my god like thanks for following me like my first message to him was a pitch like my first ever message to him was like okay even before i messaged him i can you up. share that message with us like uh like verbally did you uh say? I, because tiktok doesn't save messages from like a year okay, ago so i like, wouldn't be able to see but so do you I, remember a little i don't i don't remember what it was but like my first instinct was joe joe jonas follows me this is a business opportunity I immediately, the first thing I did was I looked up if the Jonas Brothers are pl like playing in Europe. I saw that in like a month's time, they're playing in London. So I immediately messaged, like the first thing I messaged Joe was like, hey, I saw you were playing a concert. Well, I said like, thank you for like f supporting my content. But immediately after that, I was like, I saw you're playing in London. would love to come to London and shoot something for you. Uh, and so like, and then luckily he said yes. And so, like, he flew me out to London. I got to film some stuff for him, which is great. But then, like, it goes to show, like, all the experience I've had pitching and, like, especially because, like, before coming to Spain, like, I did a lot of work with startups and I did my own projects. And it's, like, that involved a lot of pitching as well. So, like, the, like, my experience and my knowledge of, like, pitching, like, helped me take full advantage of the opportunity of being followed by Joe instead of like fangirling and stuff and so wow yeah wow. I, I saved the fangirling for later <laughs> <laughs> when you actually ended up meeting yeah that is such a beautiful beautiful story thank you for sharing that yeah. but I have so many questions of everything yeah my first one is did he follow you because he saw the doors video yeah so like when I was talking to him in person he was like he just genuinely really liked my door photos and so another lesson from so that funny is, to say yeah like another lesson from this is you just never know who likes your work if you put yourself out there you never know who's gonna like it because everyone's a person and every person has interests you know like i i i really like living room design right now because i'm currently flat hunting so like whenever i see it, like a nice looking living room like on inspo and stuff so i imagine <laughs> like for joe he just really liked doors mm -hmm. i think to my knowledge the only posts that of mine he's ever liked are of doors <laughs> he's liked he's my, the door fetish he, he he's <laughs> he, he liked my doors of madrid video my doors of leon video and I did a year recap post with like the doors photo and he liked that one as well wow so you know what to do if Everybody out here now knows the secret to get Joe Jonas to like their, their posts. It's just nice looking doors. Yeah, but that's cool. So my question is when you filmed the door video and you posted it that night, you must have posted it because you liked it as well, correct? Like, no, no? I, hate, I hated oh, it. Oh, wow. I hated it. That goes against everything I say. I always tell you, know, this is what Rick Rubin always says, you got to go and do what you want. You got to post what you like. No, right? it's, it's more like I'm just going to post it to get get it over with. Oh, interesting. Because well, I, walk like, me through that. No, because mean? like again, it was I was in such a creative rut 
Oh, interesting. I was just like, okay, like I'm just gonna post it, like whatever, and, and see what happened. No, I'll just post it, forget about it, kind and of move thing. on to the next thing. Yeah, that that was my initial thought. I was just like, mm. I'm just post it, and like it's not gonna do well anyways, so I'm just gonna might as well post it. Interesting. Like you have nothing to lose. It was nothing like quantity lose. over quality. Yeah, because I did not expect it for it to like. Wow. And, and in your opinion, now what do you think about it? Seeing that it grew so much, do you still not like it so much? Or now I like it. It's like <laughs> now like the, m- m- the most meaningful piece of work I've ever done. Because of the message associated to it, perhaps. Yeah, no, hundred percent. That's why, like, I'm currently looking for a gallery space in Madrid nice. to exhibit like my work, and wow. I will make the whole gallery just about those door photos. So, if anybody here is a gallerist or knows anybody who has a gallery who's willing to put Daiki's um, door door pictures, yeah, the door photos, then you know who to contact. Because I think that will be like the full circle moment. For that sure. would be cool. And then we invite Joe to come see. Imagine. <laughs> imagine he better i mean he, if he, he if he's, he's on tour now though. oh nice okay yeah, busy man busy man is he with his brothers tour? yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. i mean i get. i don't know if he's still like does he like ever yeah, tour long yeah. okay wait okay so i want to get there so okay wait so my other question was so now the door video is out that was you said a year ago around this time yeah. so you wake up the next morning what's your reaction seeing it at 70k likes in like 12 hours what's your reaction initial first reaction are you like confused? i was shocked yeah like wow like mm-hmm. what the heck but then also then immediately my brain switched to like okay how can i capitalize on this momentum yeah, yeah how mm-hmm. like what do i do how do i get more opportunities out of this and what did you decide just like continues posting similar content so like my next video actually did better how, how many followers are we at here so i went from four thousand followers that day uh that day and then in a month i went from four thousand to forty eight on tiktok and it was all the momentum from that door video door video and then like the subsequent videos as well so that's i think is a very important lesson for other content creators is one viral video is not enough it's what leads after it because now not only is the bar super high but you gotta continue from there is that fair to say yeah because i think like i got like obviously that door video like helped a lot I also did like an architecture of Madrid that ended up getting more views than the door video. No way. Um, What's it called, that one? Just architecture of Madrid. <laughs> okay, I like that. Yeah, no, but then the, all, those two videos combined only gave, gave me like 20,000 followers. Interesting. So, so obviously it's a lot for two videos, but then the other 20,000 had to come from somewhere else. Yeah, I, I see that. So, so it came from like the other videos that I course. started posting. Obviously, I kind of slacked and like my TikTok kind of then like killed my reach because I stopped posting. Why did you? Uh, Any reason that you stopped posting? Or? I think I was too busy during my day job. So it's like, uh, whatever. But then, so like, when my account reached 48,000, it was stuck at 48,000 for like six months. Because you stopped posting as much? Also, uh, yeah, I stopped posting on TikTok. Would you say I, that's another, like another lesson right there? Is I, I, as soon as you stop posting? Also, I, I personally like don't like TikTok. So it's like conflicting to post on it just because it's so unhealthy and you just get sucked into TikTok. So I just deleted it off my phone. It's on my yeah. iPad just so I can still post stuff, but it's like extra friction post. But it's, that's just an excuse. I should just post on TikTok. I mean, it's clearly doing you well, right? Like you yeah. got a lot of business opportunities from it. You were yes. able to level your career up because okay. of it. Also, I think I like, obviously TikTok is a great platform and stuff, but in terms of like job opportunities and business opportunities, Instagram blowing up on Instagram is like 10 times more valuable than blowing up on TikTok. Why is that? Because brands aren't always on TikTok. Why not? Um, 
I don't know. I think it's a combination of, like, the controversy against TikTok, you know, in the U.S. it was about to get banned. So, like, brands didn't really dedicate much. Also, like, because yeah. TikTok is relatively new compared to, like, it's in, like it blew up in the last couple of years, right? So marketing agencies and mar- in-house marketing teams are still trying to catch up. So by the time they're ready to jump on the TikTok bandwagon, then, like, the U.S. T- said they were going to, like, ban TikTok. So a lot of, I imagine, a lot of in-house brands and companies just felt like tiktok wasn't worth the time investment so like they're not really on tiktoks so yeah. like i felt found that like me blowing up on instagram in these last couple of months i got so many job opportunities just because more brands and more like marketing managers are on instagram so would you say that now you've shifted more of your focus and time and energy to instagram reels oh 100 okay and building your instagram and 100%. you and you've seen the 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 growth from that yes 100 percent for sure okay cool because there's another round of like <laughs> she, she wants she wants more cuddles <laughs> yeah no obviously like to grow on instagram you're supposed to like provide value and stuff but also everywhere though, yeah right? but also you can't deny that like you also grow a lot from like viral videos so like i had an, like another round of virality in November, like end of November, like four or five months ago. Yeah, no, end of November, so like two months ago. What are we at? We're February. Oh, yeah, yeah, three months like ago. Like two, three months ago. Yeah, end of November. And tell me about that. What video was that? That was like the just London made cinematic. Oh, nice. Th- those are beautiful. The way you do that. Yeah. If anybody here has not seen Daiki Daiki Shino Daiki Dachino on both TikTok and Instagram, is that correct? Yeah. Please go check out the. One, if you haven't been to Europe, check it out, and you're you're gonna want to come to Europe. It's like an advertisement for Europe. Honestly, we need. Imagine if I get to work with the EU. EU, that'd be cool. Is that something? Is that something that you like? Sick, yeah. That'd be interesting, wouldn't it? (laughs) That'd be pretty cool, actually. Like the European Commission. Did did the did Joe and and the Jonas Brothers at a large reach out to you? through instagram or was it just was it the tiktok that got no, you to yeah, work with no them? so like because at the time when my tiktok blew up like the doors blew up my instagram was still like three thousand followers yeah my so what okay instagram tell me about stuck. instagram no yeah, my instagram has been like shadow banned stuck yeah. for like years why uh god knows and then just like randomly in november it just blew up so like i i got very lucky for sure oh thank you but what tell me more no, I think it's just luck, honestly. Like, getting out of a shadow ban, I have no advice. I think that's just pure luck. I, maybe it helped that I was trying to post every single day, but that's also just a hypothesis. It's not like a guarantee that, like, because I've seen people who post every day, some people who deserve, like, more views and stuff, and, like, they post every day for, like, 30 days and they don't get views. Yeah, yeah but it's not everything. Like, I can say from a Twitter perspective that. Like I've been posting every day for three months now, and like it's tough. It's like you have to do also a lot about community building, yeah. networking, especially on on an app like like X. It's yeah. more about oh, that. I, I think. I think on Instagram and, and and TikTok itself, it's a little bit more. Like you said, I think the the virality plays a little bit a little bit bigger. Whereas yeah. on X, it's more about being a human and showing that you yeah. can also be a friend, perhaps. But. I do, I do, I do find that interesting. So then, what led you to or Instagram later? You were like, okay, I don't like TikTok, so I just want to go try Instagram. Yeah, I just didn't have TikTok on my phone. Yeah, so, so you were like, okay, okay. And then, like, when because I saw the video did really well on Instagram, I just posted it on TikTok as well, and and, and then it did really well on TikTok as well. So yeah, like on TikTok, the TikTok, same one, the same video. Yeah. So now my TikTok's at ninety five. 
thousand. My Instagram's at eighty three. Congratulations! Thank you. Wow. Okay, so do you mind sharing a little bit about that? Now that we're in the topic of the Jonas Brothers, I wonder, love, love for you to share a little bit about that experience. So the last thing you said was you were, you were messaging Joe. Yes. And he, firstly for the pitch, I wanted to say something about the pitch that I think is so beautiful is everybody has the potential to reach out to bigger creators and bigger yes. celebrities in this case, even bigger than creators at this point. But if you're able to do it genuinely heartfelt and the way you did i think to the point maybe sometimes that's that's i guess every, every person will be different but in your case you've done it more now than since joe yeah yeah of course yeah and what have you seen is one well, trend like, because i think like it's very hard when you reach out cold it helped that joe already followed me so like wow. yeah. yeah so like it doesn't go into <laughs> like his message request for example you go straight to his inbox because at the time he only followed like 150 people so like there's only 150 potential people that will like message him and like half of those were brands so they're not going to message him on tiktok as well so like i knew that he would see my message i just didn't know if he followed me by accident or not and it just turns out he just genuinely just liked the doors um but like i knew that like i will have to pitch i would have to thank him express gratitude and pitch to him all in one message in like three lines because like this guy's busy right like he has, he's a jonas brother like i am like the least of his worries so i just wanted, <laughs> like the shortest possible message ever and i think he really he respected that i like that i yeah. like that and you shot your shot yeah because you know you it's always going to be a no if you don't ask i don't know it's true it's true and i just, but i think that that's the key like a lot of a lot of people and then i take it back to x to give to, to draw yeah. the parallel is you maybe look up to a big creator and even maybe even an author or someone who's at that level or maybe even more yeah. than joe as long as you do it that way like you're saying like if you like anybody can dm anybody at this point especially yeah. if you're verified which you anybody can be now yeah. so if you're able to just do that you got to know how to do it and i think yeah that's just, a great a great example but also like i think the most important thing the first thing to do even before you send a message is to not take it personally for, for whatever happens yeah especially if you're reaching out cold 99 percent of the time the bigger they are they're not going to respond to you so because then maybe they just don't see it they don't see it like yeah. for me as well like i don't have that big of an account compared to like celebrities and like i don't see all the messages i get you know, even with like, even when I was at like 40,000 people, like I didn't see all the messages I got. So like, if you're messaging someone with like millions of followers, like there's an even smaller chance that they see your message. But also there are like, you just got to look for like the right time to like send them the message and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Like sometimes like managers might do like a Q, maybe they do a Q&A on their story or maybe they're on like a live, then that's like a better time to reach out because they're more likely to see it interesting well. okay. with joe i was just very fortunate that he followed me first so there is like more like he expressed his interest before i did so i guess the key is release valuable and good content yes increase your luck surface area exactly as a result you're more likely for those big creators to see you let them follow you and then dm them yes it's like a big it's a big funnel yeah because even if they follow you they doesn't guarantee that they'll respond to you no like some like but it increases that luck surface area exactly 
I would be in a better position to pitch to, for example, Lucas Bravo, mm -hmm. the love interest from Emily in Paris, than anyone, most other people, because Lucas Bravo follows me. Yeah. I've messaged him. He hasn't. He read my message. He hasn't responded to any of my messages. But he's a busy man. Yeah. But like, at least I shot my shot there as you, well. And you never know if he might answer it again tomorrow, exactly. next week, or exactly, or after watching this. Yeah. <laughs> but. That's, that's interesting. That's so interesting. Okay, so continue with the Joe story then. So he answers. What does he answer to that? He said, yes, like, give me your email. I'll introduce you to Wow, he was just straight to that. Yeah, he's straight to the point. Very professional man. You must have really touched him with those doors, my friend. I know, yeah. yeah. He was praising the door photos when I was talking to him in person. Okay, wow. What, he, what was he saying? He's just like, yeah, I just really love your photos. Thanks for coming. He was He's genuinely, like, a nice guy. Yeah. Like, I really respect the man. That's so nice. I, I barely knew anything about the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, were you a fan of, of, any, no. way, of any of them? No, I, I, Did you watch the... No. The movies? No, I haven't seen it. My afterwards, my friend forced me to watch Camp Rock. And how was that? Which was the weirdest experience. Of my After life. meeting them, <laughs> because like I've never seen Camp Rock like growing up. Yeah. So most people see the Jonas Brothers younger first, right? They see like young them, and teenage you saw, them, yeah. and then they so see the Jonas Brothers grow up. I just felt like I'm watching like a colleague's teenage video and so it just felt really weird it's like you saw the inverse yeah like no like them. it's always weird when you see like you're working with someone you see a colleague and you see a video of your colleague from when they're a teenager like in, so no co in any context that's just weird that's so interesting so it did feel really weird watching camp rock did you like it i think it was really cringe i, I don't even know i don't know if i've seen it i, I think that might, i don't know i was a big high school musical fan ah. have you seen that no neither i've seen like snippets are you against musical no it's more like as growing up as asian it's more like math <laughs> textbooks instead of tv you okay. know fair fair enough yeah that's the difference with the western world yeah but okay so back to joe so now he reaches out gives the email what do you who sends what email who sends it first? so like since then it's just been handed off to like universal music and his management so they were just like but who's doing it for you? you you're doing it for you you, don't, like, you didn't have a manager at the time no 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 yeah. this is me wrangling with universal yeah, music, yeah. yeah. <laughs> how was that experience uh rough but why um uh, for legal purposes i will say no more because i want to keep a good reputation with universal music so thank you universal music for having me in london fair, fair enough continue yeah, no, it was great. It was honestly a great experience. Okay, yeah. okay, so, okay so then emails are done. I yeah. presume you guys fix on a date. No, yeah, because they fly you out. Yeah, they fly me out. I shoot. It was actually Semana Santa as well. No way. So spring had, spring like, break. Yeah, spring break. So I had no work that week as well. So it was like sweet. It worked perfectly. It worked perfectly. So you go there. Who brings you to meet them? And where do you meet them? So Let's like, explain that a little so bit. So Joe has a personal brand called Cup of Joe. Okay. And Which so, is what? Like his merch brand. Okay. And so he had like a merch pop up before his concert and then like an after party because he DJs as well. Oh, nice. So I like, didn't know that. Yes. Yeah, so oh, I think you showed yeah, me. Did you film something there? Yeah. So he had me film his because I was there for him, not for the brothers. Oh, okay. So I, I was there to film his event before the concert cup of Joe. and then the Cup of Joe after party as well. So I, like I didn't get the permits to film the actual concert, but I got free tickets. And how was seeing the the Joe Burrows live? It was nice. It was yeah. Nice. It was well, what nice. was that experience? 
It was it was great. I didn't know most of the songs, but like it was in the Royal Albert Hall, which is one of the most iconic venues in London. I do remember that one. So it was yeah, it was great. It was beautiful. Wow. It was so fun. Um, we we left early because like I needed to get to the after party before them before before the crowd. Okay. So I just like left early. To with, but did you leave with them? No, 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 no. Oh. No, I never traveled with them. Okay. Yeah, like. But uh, when when did you meet them before the concert? I met Joe before the like. I met Joe at his pop up before like the concert. And how was that meeting? The first, the first meet. The first, I actually didn't get to talk to him until the after party because like he got to the merch thing. I like he's just like, oh yeah, thanks so much for coming, and then he had to like perform. He was on a very tight schedule. He had to like do his DJ set at the merch pop up, leave to do something else because they're filming a music video at the same time okay. wow. so he had a very packed schedule and then concert concert yeah with the two brothers so like after the merch pop-up then there was like an influencer party so like universal music brought the top influencers from the uk to this private bar and like one by one they were like sent upstairs to create content with the jonas brothers wow. so it's kind of like a content factory so that's why like if you're like living in the uk around like may april may last year you probably would have noticed that the jonas brothers was everywhere on your TikTok because they just brought in the biggest creators to wow. create videos with the jonas brothers so that's why the jonas brothers would like what a smart marketing oh, no, it's an amazing marketing campaign everyone was just so happy to meet the jonas brothers um and i i was just there as like not an influencer at the time and everyone else like the smallest creator other than me was like five hundred thousand followers that's crazy. Yeah, it's uh, crazy. Yeah, some legends were there for sure. Like um, Arthur Hill. There's a there's a guy on. Uh, how, were you active on TikTok during COVID? I didn't get it till I had to get it for this. Oh no! Yeah, no. There's a guy <laughs> who's like very famous for like imitating Voldemort at the dinner table. So that guy was oh, there. He like, was known for that. Yeah, he like went viral because like he's like trying to he's like mimicking Voldemort at the dinner table and his. It's just funny because his mom gets so pissed off. <laughs> so he's just pranking her. He's yeah, just fucking yeah, with her. Yeah, no. His videos are <laughs> Honestly, I, I like that. So there's some like some like fashion influencers and stuff like that. Okay. I didn't care about it. And they had like millions of followers. I didn't care about any of them. I saw Arthur Hill walking. I'm like, oh my God, it's Voldemort guy. And also... um, <laughs> That's so funny. Grandpa Frank. There's like this British influencer who's like a grandpa. His name is Grandpa Frank and he was also there. I was so happy to see Grandpa Frank there. Wow. It's like what it's, you met all of these people. So it's like the first time. It's just like you because you see them on TikTok. Yeah. So How just, was it seeing them in real life? What surreal. was the difference? Some of them were like really uptight, you know, like snobby influencers. But some of them were genuinely really nice. Mm -hmm. I had like really good conversations with them. Yeah. I became friends with them. It's like an influencer space where they all meet. It's funny. Yeah, because they're, it's a PR event. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wow. And they were all there for Joe. For the Jonas Brothers, okay. yeah. Because it, at this event, it was like the Jonas Brothers. Okay, yeah. so now now you're at the concert, right? Yeah, the fun fun thing, though, yeah. from the influencer event, which is on the other end of London from the concert venue, they hired a double, like one of those London open-top, double-decker London buses that had Jonas Brothers written on it, and we got like driven on this bus to the concert venue. So it was just like a bus full of just like UK's top influencers. Oh, wow. On like a London, on the street on, on the London double decker bus with Jonas Brothers printing on the side. Wow! Yeah, it, that was that was a that was cool, cool experience. Huh? I sat on the top, of course, and you saw everything. Yeah. Wow. You like London, huh? Mm. Wow. And Royal, Royal Albert Hall, that was special for me because yeah. like my I did my masters in London, so my graduation was actually going to be like two weeks after the concert, 
in the same venue. So like I, two weeks after the concert, I went back to London to graduate in the same venue that they performed in. How so, was that feeling? That was very surreal. Wow. wow. To walk on stage. Yeah. To graduate. After just seeing what you just witnessed, yeah. right? Two weeks prior. Yeah. That is, that, that is a beautiful story, dude. I, yeah. I love, I'm, I'm so, I have so many, so many comments on this, but I love, I love that. But wow. Are your parents were there? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah what nice. did they think? It's Royal Albert Hall. Yeah. That's cool that you graduated there, right? It's the Asian parents' dream. Student graduating from Imperial College London. Yeah. Top it. Like, yeah. Yeah, Great dude. university. So. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Royal Albert That's Hall. cool. Man. Yeah. I, lo- I love that. I love that. Wow. Thank wow. you. Wow. I want to, I would, how, and especially seeing that you just w- witnessed, like, one of the biggest boy bands, arguably one of the biggest boy bands performing. Yeah. There two weeks before. Now, Two weeks later, the same venue is used for graduation. I mean, it shows you how prestigious the college is, right? Yeah, they're part. They're like the campus is right next door. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So they're all open at the, like the same time. Where, where, where were you seated during the concert? Were you seeing it from the from the from the hall, like from yeah, the stands? From, yeah, one, one of the stands. But you had some good seats. Yeah, we had good seats. Yeah. Who were you watching it with? Uh, Other influencers? Uh, no comment. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> now I'm dying to know. No, no, no. Just, just, uh, my ex. Okay. Yeah, okay. Fine. You could have told me later. Don't worry. But um, I appreciate you sharing. At least now the rest of the viewers don't have to be left with that curiosity. Yes. The, but wow, what an experience! What an experience! Okay. And now after party. Yes. That's fun. How was that? He was there alone, or did or did his brothers join him? No, he, his brothers came. Yeah. The funny story is like. Before, before, after his set, like I got to speak. To, no, before his set, actually, I was speaking to him for a good solid like fifteen minutes. So it was really cool. And how was that conversation? At, at the time, he was still with his like now ex-wife, okay. Sophie Turner. I think the most hilarious thing was like I just forgot that he's married to like this top actress, okay, like an A-list celebrity. And, and so like after a good fifteen minutes of like Daiki, I'm so sorry, I need to go say hi to my wife. I'm like that is the most valid reason to end the conversation. I'm like, <laughs> where was where was his wife? You know, she she was like just walking into the venue. Oh wow! And you so, met her? And like I, I met her, and I was like, oh yeah, and like of course, go say hi to your wife. You know, like I'm not gonna stop you from like saying course, hi to your wife. He turns around, and I'm like, ah, yes, Sophie Turner is your wife. Yes. Yeah, like you forgot for a yeah. second. That's funny. That's but funny. I know they're both really nice people. Good. Like I really enjoyed like meeting them. The and how was the DJ set? I'm curious to know. He's good. He had a. He had a remix of the Succession theme song, which was really Oh, really I, think I, I think that's what I saw, maybe. Yeah, I think, it was, it was I think good. It was good. I mean, that was the highlight, for sure. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was really I have to, sh- I have to see He's that video. He's a very, very talented DJ. Nice. Does he DJ a lot? I didn't know he DJ. He DJs quite a lot, yeah. How does he juggle it with his with his singing gigs? <laughs> he just DJs to after parties. Yeah, I guess it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And his brothers don't? No, no, no. They, they just come and party? Yeah, they were just there, like, for, like... 15 minutes. Did you meet them that night? I didn't get to talk. I didn't talk to any of the other Okay. Others, yeah. But then you filmed with all three, correct? At a later date. Am I wrong? No, no, no. But what? Like on your Instagram? Oh, that was before the influencers arrived at the influencer party. You were able to film them? Yeah. But you still didn't meet them? No, no I didn't get to talk to Nick or Kevin. But you but you got them on your frame? Yeah. So explain. How does no, that work? No, so like they were just posing in front of the bus and then it went up to the thing. So but I they were posing for everybody or just you? For the for me and the, their photographer. Okay. Yeah. And in that moment when someone's posing in front of you, you don't have the moment. You don't have. Like, you cannot just talk to them. 
No, because they are such on a time crunch. Yeah, but to say hello to someone, they could they could come say hello to you, right? No, so like, I don't think Kevin and Nick knew who I was. Okay, it was just Joe who knew who I was because it was him like flying okay. out here. Okay, yeah. okay, interesting. So like Joe said hi. He's like oh, like I already spoke spoke to him at like the merch pop up as well. Okay, cool. So, That's such a cool story, and I feel like you have. He's just genuinely nice. Mm-hmm. Like, of cool. course, like a lot of it is out of his control because Universal Music. And so, like, the final decisions and a lot of stuff, and he's on a tight schedule, he's work mode. Of course. Um, like, that man is, like, switched on. Like, th- they're talking about, like, his team were talking about, like, how he was in, like, a press interview with, like, the BBC or something. And then, like, the moment he stepped out of the interview, he went, like, goes to his, like, universal marketing person. He's like, okay, so we're going to do this trend. And so it turns out during this press interview, all he, even though he was answering questions, all he was thinking about in his head was content ideas. That guy is so good at doing press interviews that he just zones out during the press interviews and just thinks <laughs> about content ideas. Wow. Like that guy is like Effic- on Efficiency level. at its yeah. finest. He's on another <laughs> level. So I respect the work ethic he has. Wow. wow. You do wonder when it's a lot, you know, I mean, not like you said, it's a lot of it out of his control, but... Yeah, it's like, like what he signed though, up for. Yeah. yeah, but even though he's so busy and so like switched on about his work, like he still like made the effort to make me feel welcome and make me feel comfortable, and I really appreciate it. Like because he didn't have to do any of that, but he did. Well, so, yeah, yeah. My, my, I just have like a huge amount of respect for that man. I I, I appreciate you sharing that. That is such a such a beautiful story and i feel like you also kind of had experience in concerts right because it's my favorite thing to do yeah you were like you were like you were finessing back in the day weren't you in concerts i remember when you told me the story like that billy eilish video that you have with Phineas, right like that you like i think correct me if i'm wrong but you told me how you would find a way to get passes press passes and oh yeah so like um there's a big charity concert called global citizen okay What, what year is this this was this last year like in june it was in paris and i like billy eilish was performing um john batiste was performing len kravitz <laughs> was the headliner and like michelle yo was speaking like they were like big names speaking big artists playing and so i was like i want to film that right because it's in front of the eiffel tower and then i saw my day job my corporate company was one of the corporate sponsors of the event. So I just found the person in charge of the corporate sponsorship and I just emailed them. Just like, hey, like, can I come take photos? And basically they were like, if you pay for your own flight and accommodation, we could give you a VIP ticket and like a media Once pass. again, if you don't ask, you don't exactly. you never know. Yeah, so I got very lucky that like, I just knew someone involved in the organization of the festival and I had a lot of fun yeah but you looked for the clues my friend you yeah. looked it was funny though because like if you had the media pass you were only allowed you were only allowed in like the media riser and you can only take photos in like the first like 30 seconds of each song oh interesting which is like really annoying right um but i also had the vip pass so i could go to the vip section and the security guards in the VIP section didn't know about the the rules about no photography after the first thirty seconds. So after thirty, the first thirty seconds of the song, I would just run all the way around to the VIP section to continue taking photos. Dedication. Yeah, 
like they probably knew what I was doing, but they're like they're like whatever. Like, and I feel like it's kind of like you got to do what you got to do for your for your own yeah. self. You know, but it's, also like I was there on behalf of one of the corporate sponsors, not a media okay. publication. And so you I could was, show that. They like, did say like the okay. name as well. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And you think that helped? That, that helping yeah, yeah, for sure. And also the fact that I had to like the VIP pass. Wow. Yeah. That is so so cool. And I remember seeing that Billy. I, I think that's when we when I met you. That was one of the first things you showed me because you were telling me your story and you were telling me how you would finesse. That, that's like, yeah, like that's that what was, I meant. Yeah, that was a finesse. Yeah, for and, sure. Like, and you did that, right? And I feel like because also when you were at Exeter, you were doing similar things, right? You were fin- always finding a way to finesse. Yeah, I'm of course. Saying. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, every man for themselves, right? Yeah. Um, this advice cannot be taken out of context <laughs> because no does mean no when it's like you know with like people, but when it's like work opportunities, no never means no. Nice. you you will find a way even if someone says no like for example like say the context of the concert like i for example immediately reach out to my my employer and like the people in my team so like that was a way but like if i reached out to like the festival itself and they said no that doesn't mean that i'm like not going to shoot the festival anymore i just need to find a different angle oh yeah yeah exactly you can still do it yeah you just got to find your own way exactly nice so nice like, nice that's a great that's a great yeah, perspective again, like i think i said this way earlier 30 minutes ago on this podcast but like don't the first thing to do is just not take it personally and don't let any no discourage you from doing anymore in like in fact just let every single no just feel and like help you drive you forward you're definitely inspiring me man i, I thank you you inspire me I, as well no please i love i love all the stories i think that's what i said when i'm so honored to have somebody like you who's who's here because I think you can provide a lot of value for all your life experience thus far. A lot of stories and a lot, I mean, you did for me, like when we first met, I already, and we both said it together. We, you, what did we say to each other? It was funny. We were both saying like one day we're, we're going to tour together. Oh, yeah, 100%. And whenever I get back into DJing properly and we, you know, get onto touring a little bit across the world, like you would be, you would be there. And not only do you have the experience, but I know that you're going to, keep fucking crushing it it'll be so fun and i'm excited to keep seeing more and more i want to just take a little break and show just because i mainly want to plug the doors video if you're okay with it and maybe what we'll do is we'll end with uh the jonas brothers one maybe they can go check that out you know though let's keep people with the with the want to check out your instagram and go check out the joe bros video there but let's take a little break and just give a little people just before what are they what are they what are they about to see right now so they're about to see the doors of madrid video so like the first video that blew up from mine and that opened a lot of doors ironically it so, was that and that uh, the night where you were feeling depressed yeah 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 so i hope you enjoy this 15 second little break door video yeah. and we'll be right back yeah. I hope you enjoyed the Doors video by Daiki. If you're listening to the audio version, I encourage you to open your phone. And I encourage you to go back if you haven't to see it. Because on Spotify, we offer also the video version. Yeah. So I really hope if that's the only part they watch, that that's the part they watch. Those 15 awesome. seconds because... We could start the whole podcast with that. That video is... Thank you. I've watched it, I think, three times when I was looking over your content before. I think that Doors of Madrid video is like the 
true definition of making something for myself. But you said you didn't like it. Because I because I made that video for myself. Because like I was depressed. But oh, so you're so does it make sense to say that you made it for yourself? Yes. But you still didn't like it. At the time I didn't like it because okay. of like the mental state I was in, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. But like I did it. I'm proud but even though I didn't like it, I was happy that I made it. Interesting. If that makes sense, because I, at least I did something. So Better it was like nothing. exactly. Okay. So I was proud that I managed to actually make something, even though at the time I was like, "This is stupid. It's just photos of doors. Who the fuck is gonna want photos of doors?" Turns out, overnight, seventy thousand people liked yeah. those photos of doors. So it's cool. Look who's back. Look who's back. I see your your phone. Your phone is like. Look at it. Oh. This is going and showing all the stories. Yeah. But um, Molly, Molly just had her dinner. You can smell her there. But Daiki, I, I, just, I love that story, and I think you have such a like I was saying this before, but I think your your value when you show that there is a potential in any platform. But my question is for you: Is this exactly? Did you believe that the same approach and just to create content, like the same recipe? If there is a recipe, applies to every platform from X to TikTok to Instagram to LinkedIn. I know your experience is Instagram and TikTok, but I don't think it does apply because each platform is different. So I can't really comment on like Fair enough. LinkedIn and Fair X enough. and Fair stuff enough. like that. Fair and also, it doesn't apply to everyone in Instagram and stuff like that as well. I think the main thing for growing on Instagram is figuring out who your target audience is and what they actually want to watch. I just got very lucky because I didn't know that, but it just happened that my target audience is people who want to see pretty videos of cities. And it just and happened sometimes people. What do you mean? Like sometimes yeah. pretty people, right? Yeah. But it just so happened that people really liked I just really like making pretty videos of cities. Nice. And there's a market for people who wanted pretty videos of cities. And that's it. Yeah, that's it. So do you think for so, if you have any advice from somebody who's maybe trying to now attack multi-platforms, like going from, again, X to Instagram or even TikTok to Instagram or Instagram to TikTok, going from one to the other, let's say they've finally dominated and done really well on one. Because usually I think the advice that we give is start on one, kill yeah. that one and then once you can you can move to others right yeah so would you so you're you're saying no it doesn't apply that if you go from one doing the exact same thing you did on one will not necessarily work no, on the no, other no for sure not so your advice is find what works on that one yes also okay. find what works for you because like yeah. for me personally like i wouldn't need to go on x for Fair example enough. like so it's just like you don't have at your to. current stage right now where you are or like you, you just know. don't have to you know, like if you don't want to, then you don't have to, because like you could grow a full full career just on one platform. Fair enough. Fair enough. You know, like there's so many people who I know who like are only on Instagram, and they've just made like their living Very out fair. of that. So like, you don't need X, you don't need Instagram, you don't need TikTok. You know, you, just, need, you just need what works for you. Yes, exactly. Don't like try to put yourself into a new box. Just stay true to yourself is the thing for sure beautifully you're a fucking poet as well my friend i saw it's so the cheesiest thing to say is just be yourself but it is after like this whole year like yeah i know it's just being yourself that's that's all I, it's I the bit most difficult thing as well is to identify creating content that makes you feel like you're being yourself especially if you're not a filmmaker 
it just I'm lucky that like I make videos of cities and that's what like Instagram is valuing right now is videos but like if I was purely just a photographer like I would struggle mm. so the other lesson is also expand yourself and learn as much as you can like keep on building yes right? but also like yeah just sometimes like the reality is you have to like learn how to do video editing and stuff nowadays I just got lucky in the sense that like I already knew how to edit videos and it just so happened that the trend was towards video editing and we said this during lunch right that like you're when you have a personal brand you're basically everything the yeah. photographer the video designer, oh yeah yeah you have everything. to do everything yeah so in a way that goes with what you're saying is just keep on building different skills keep on building yes exactly skills, yes because it'll always all pay off like you now like you became a salesman through it you became like when you were pitching to joe you yes to be a salesman. yeah because like before my social media journey like I did a lot of like brand design, I did a lot of graphic design, I did a lot of marketing strategy, I did a lot of like consumer psychology, all these different skills that I'm like now finding super useful to grow my page. Interesting. And like not really grow my page because like I have no strategy for my Instagram page. Like everyone's like, oh, you need a strategy. I'm like, my strategy is just continue posting pretty videos of cities. <laughs> that is no strategy. Because other it works for you and that's all that matters. It, it does, it's not even that it works for me. It's just like, I don't want to like, not enjoy it i want to enjoy it and so and right i'm now, not even thinking about like how am i going to grow more i'm mm -hmm. thinking about like how am i going to enjoy it there you go more. that's the message yes. that's the fucking message. but the strategy comes from like pitching <laughs> okay. because now i'm using like my big follower account as leverage when i'm pitching to brands and stuff so like the strategy comes there that's when yeah. like my mar marketing and consulting brain turns on. Okay, interesting. So, but I guess the, then it's for anybody who's trying to grow is stay true to yourself, do what you enjoy doing. Yes. And then the strategy will come next. First, focus so, on yourself. Yeah. Focus on what you, like you said. You wanted like in that video, yeah. video, you legit did it for yourself. Yes. You enjoyed, even if you didn't love maybe it itself yeah. after, you enjoyed doing it. Yeah. Don't create for views because you will just feel very unfulfilled at the end of it for yeah sure. i mean they're all empty numbers right yeah and also imagine this right you're creating like say you are feeding the algorithm and you're creating content you know and it's content that doesn't really fulfill you but like it gets a lot of views imagine a client then approaches you to like clients clients start approaching you to make content like that so then like if you're already creating content that's unfulfilling even though if, if it grows your account but then you get asked by clients to do that same thing that is unfulfilling to you, then that's like a recipe for disaster. 100%. Because you don't want to be doing client work that like you don't enjoy doing as well. Whereas like for me, I've been very fortunate that like she just wants. I know. Because you don't stop touching her. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, no, yeah. Because like I, I've been very fortunate that every single request that I've gotten for like video projects that have gone through are all clients asking me to do my style which is like surreal but also makes sense because i've only been putting out my style of work i've they only know you can't do anything else basically. yeah you can but you know what i'm trying to say yeah but like the only thing they know that i can do is the stuff that i've been putting out which just so happens to be stuff that i enjoy putting out okay cool well. that's a cool message as well yeah like for example like i i, I do like you know my background's in like psychology my background's in marketing strategy i do brand strategy i do brand design I don't publicize any of that. So I don't get asked to do any of that, which is great because... You wouldn't want to. No. <laughs> cool. <laughs> then we won't let them know. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. That's cool. I love, I love. I think you, you provided so much. I would like, so like to do marketing as like a job, okay. but I wouldn't want to do it as like freelance. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. Why not? I just enjoy making videos more. So keep doing that, please, because you've been blessing us with such Thank amazing you. content. And I'll repeat it for the we hope maybe the last time or maybe the before last time is please go follow Daiki.shino on Instagram and on TikTok. Both Thank of these links will be at the description of either the Spotify, Apple Podcast, or the YouTube version of this pod. But I think I would be doing a huge disservice to the essence of this podcast, Daiki, if I didn't ask you this one, one of one of the last two questions I have for you okay. before I let you go. First one is, and I'm asking this to every guest, but I want to know in your opinion is what is lately the genre of music? So we're going to go into music a little bit. Just yes. For the essence of the podcast. Because Dom's dance chord. Yeah. That's as uh, I want to know. So what is what is the genre you've been listening to firstly is do you listen to music when you edit i guess when you edit it's tough because you're editing videos that have sound yeah it sucks <laughs> it sucks yeah you can't really listen to music while editing i just realized that as i said it but when do you listen to music and what's the genre that you're currently listening to right now these days i don't have a set genre but i listen to music whenever i'm not editing okay like so walking everywhere listening to music um <laughs> she almost tripped the fucking tripod good good there good we go call. Good call. <laughs> okay but you don't uh, have, uh, you uh, don't uh. have a specific molly 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 careful my computer molly <laughs> sit sit molly technical dog sit, issues sit, sit. there we go there we go um good yeah, girl. Keep her there. good girl good girl keep her there molly no no specific genre i don't no know I, I i don't also uh, my music knowledge sucks i don't know what genre <laughs> but, but you've more. been working who no, like tells the artists you worked with after jonas brothers so i uh, i guess i could tell you ours yeah. like my favorite artist that i've worked with is ray brown obviously ray who you already loved before right ray is one of my favorite artists nice so it was just been an honor to be able to work with ray and now become friends with ray beautiful um, i heard one of the songs you sent me of him which is cool he's cool he's good because my so my last question for you was going to be a little bit around those lines is what is one song you would love people to check out after this pod uh please go listen to ray's brand new song get me out it okay. was released yesterday i will play it at the end, uh, the yeah. end of the pod so we'll end with that one it's actually like tied for my favorite ray brown song as well oh wow what's, yeah. the, what's the other one uh solar okay okay yeah. so if there's any ray brown fans listening maybe they know what you're talking about yeah, no, yeah. i'll definitely check out more of his shit but you sent me one do you remember the one you sent me that I, i'd liked i don't remember no, which don't one remember Hi, no he did one that's like more like fred again style okay so he just like released one one song that's like just suddenly fred again okay, style okay like the trend he like okay. yeah but it's good he did he killed okay. it and so. who's the other artist you had worked with i remember there's one more oh we said before. saint levant okay there's saint levant that i worked with there's and he was cool amazing guy nice. very humble because uh, I'm asking because he worked with, with my cousin in Lebanon or he she yeah. performed with him so I'm wondering if he's from the Middle East area no he is I think okay. he is Palestinian okay I think he's either Lebanese or he is actually okay. Palestinian okay yeah. okay because I, I saw Shana she went and I don't know they're friends I right yeah. yeah I don't know why I said her name like you you like Shana don't you I remember you you were her music is so yeah bloody good i'm hoping one day we can get shana to madrid or i'll do the podcast in lebanon when i go and we'll get shana on the pod yeah, but, she needs um, to come to Europe. yeah i mean whenever she comes around here yeah it'll be cool if she ever comes to madrid also i feel like it'd be cool content for you to film with her as well yeah no because i definitely want to work with her it'd be cool i definitely we'll definitely look into that but yeah. okay so we're gonna leave you guys with ray brown What's get name? me out Okay. Okay, that sounds great. Well, thank you. I appreciate your time. Thank you man. so much for having me as well. You are an amazing, amazing, phenomenal person. Thank you so much. An even more talented videographer slash photographer slash brand strategist. 
Thank you. So much more. Can't wait to see where this podcast goes. Yes, yeah, so it'll, it'll be cool. And and we have some a cool project that we're working on next weekend, huh? Yes, we can't really say much about it, but, but we're very excited. I'm excited, my friend. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so much for having Please me. Please tell them what are they listening to right now? One last time. Ray Brown. Ray Brown, get me out. Get Ray Brown, get me out. Thank you guys for tuning in. Amazing music video as well. Yeah, much love, much love, everybody. much love. Chemical